No, not really. Uh, uh, I think Smart had won the first half. I think he got seven the second half. It may have been two and six, but he he dominated the game physically. You know, it, not very often, and I could be wrong on this, but I know that Gary will correct me if I am. So, but not very often does uh, a point guard uh, score twenty five points and make one shot outside two feet, and that's what he did. And, and uh, he made a turnaround jumper on Elijah when he posted him in the short corner. And other than that, I don't think he made a shot outside two feet because he just whipped us going after the ball. So, so uh, yeah, we, we were actually pretty good on the offensive glass the first half. You know, we were up 29 to 20 on the glass in the first half. I didn't tell our guys that. But we actually did a pretty good job. And OSU is statistically by far the best defensive rebounding team in our league. I mean, they get 79% of their misses back, of the misses back and conference play. And so we did a really good job there. And then the second half, you know, we faded. But there wasn't really a lot of opportunities for us to rebound the ball good offensively the second half like there was the first half because we're, we shoot 55% from the field, 6 to 9 from 3, and we're 16 of 18 from the free throw line. So, so there wasn't as many. And, and when you turn the ball over, you know, you, you don't get a chance to offensive rebound then. Coach, there's a lot of parity in the conference right now. After that Oklahoma State game, were you convinced that they are at least the second-best team in the conference? Uh, you know what? I think it's too early to say. Uh, uh, I think talent-wise and from the schedule, they, they played by far the hardest schedule so far. So they put themselves in a good position. You know, they've already been to Baylor and K-State and Oklahoma and Kansas. They got Iowa State left of the teams that were that have three or less losses, whereas we got to go to four of the play, teams' places. So, so I mean, I would say that they have probably the best schedule uh, finishing the year than than what anybody else does. And, and and athletically, you guys saw firsthand. It didn't take a keen eye for talent to realize they got some guys that can play. Uh, but, but, you know, I think there's a lot of good teams. I, I do. I think there's a lot of good teams, and I think we saw a, a very good team play us uh, uh, Saturday. But, but uh, I, I, I'll reserve judgment on making that statement until we get a little bit further down the road. On the conference call, you said that Elijah's your guy. He's my guy. Do you have to tell him that? I don't think uh, – you know, I, I coach Elijah – and I've been on him pretty good because Elijah hadn't played as well as what he could play. But, you know, I've, 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 I've done this with him and, 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 uh, and told him about it. But, you know, last year at this particular date, he was shooting 40.9%. This year he's shooting 39%. Last year he's shooting 30% from three. This year he's shooting 33%. Last year he's shooting 70% from line. This year he's shooting 75%. Last year he had... 85 assists or whatever, or, or 80 assists, whatever it was. This year he's got 102. So, so and, and last year he played a few more minutes a game than he is this year. So, so the thing about it is, and I, I do believe this, I'm not pleased with how he's played. He's not pleased with how he's played. He hasn't played as good as he's capable of playing. But, you know, I think most quarterbacks are judged by their record more so than their stats. And I think in our situation, we should judge our point guard more by their record than we do his stats. And I do know this, for us to have any chance of being a national contender and competing at the highest level, your best players have to play good. And he is, without question, one of our best players. So he is my guy. I'm all riding. And it doesn't make any difference what happens statistically. 
as long as I know that he is trying and cares, he is my guy and will remain my guy, period. You've been through this before with senior guards that kind of go through a little lull. Can you draw any from maybe last year with Tyshawn, that experience, or is it just a different type of personality? It's a, yeah, it's a different type of personality, but, but it's not – Let's just draw from it from Elijah's experiences. Do we have a chance last year to uh, go to the national championship game on February 1 if we would have said, you know what, Elijah's not producing. we got to get somebody else in there. Zero. And so I'm banking on the same thing happening this year. I'm not saying go, go that far, but I'm banking on the same thing happening this year because I know what gives us the best chance to win is not to be uh, – uh, emotional about doing something because I'm disappointed in a certain situation because I really don't know what we do would be better for the team in the long haul. You know, you, you can say, well, well, if you do this or do that, but, you know, you got maybe the two biggest games, you know, this week and, and the K-State game coming up in the next six days. I mean, you really want – is this the time you really want to do something? Uh, I don't think it is. So – now we may we we may do something from playing time and other other spots and some things like that that we think give our team a better chance. But but we we, we Elijah is the guy. Period. Do you think it's as simple as maybe him just pressing a little bit and trying to shoot shoot his way out of the slump? Well, I don't think it is. I think when you worry about shooting, then it lets everything else kind of go haywire. And I kind of think we're at that stage right now. He's he when he starts caring about the right things. And, and don't misquote me on this, even though that sounded like a bad quote. But when he starts caring about, okay, I could care less what my shooting percentage is. i got to make sure we get a good shot each possession. This is what the team needs me to do offensively to guarantee a good shot each possession. That kind of stuff. You know, he's not a natural point guard. You guys know that. So, so he's, he's trying to – he's thinking instead of reacting. You know, if, if he would worry about blocking off all those things, he'll shoot the ball better. Because he's caring about the right things, you know. And I think sometimes he puts too much pressure on himself to make shots. That's what happened last year. And if, you're, if your whole being as a player is, is all in, whether the ball goes in the hole or not, then you're not a player. You're a shooter. And he's not a shooter. He's a player. And so that, that's what he just got to focus on, being a complete player. And then he'll make shots. It's the way it always works. Score more when you don't think about it. Even though he's only out there 54 seconds, can you? What Andrew White did make him more comfortable than excited? I hope so. I hope so. You know, God dang. I mean, I, kick, I mean, you knew I was mad at Elijah. Well, I wouldn't put Andrew White in with 54 seconds left, okay? Because it was not his best game. I mean, that's a fact, okay? But he made one shot, got a steal, which was great. And, and then uh, they fouled him. You know, he didn't make a play the last time they fouled him. They just fouled him because, you know, he, he was just kind of in that position. But I think without question, uh, it should give him some confidence moving forward, though. Coach, have you felt that uh, Jeff's been playing fairly consistently over the last few games? Uh, yeah, his stats are fine. Yeah, I didn't. You know that you could go down. I mean, we trust me, our guys know. Okay, but you could go down the list of of uh, our guys and Jeff. Where was your play, considering where your ceiling is? Elijah, Kevin, Ben. Travis. I mean, that was just Nadir. That was just a, a game uh, uh, in which we had a lot of guys probably not play as well as what we would had hoped they would have played. But as far as 
and as far as Jeff goes, yeah, Jeff has done pretty good. You know, it's a long season. It's 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 a physical season for a guy that has a lot of guys laying on him. You know, and he's not the most physical guy. But yeah, Jeff has done terrific. He's 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 done absolutely terrific. Could you comment on his development over the course of his career here? Has he come as far as perhaps any just about anybody else uh, that you've had here? Since yeah, we've had a lot of guys come far. I mean, you know, Travis Relaford or. or uh, uh, certainly uh, Thomas Robinson or, or uh, Cole Aldridge. I mean, we've had some guys uh, come a long ways, but Jeff has probably surprised me pleasantly as much as anybody we've had. You know, he's he's just been terrific. Could you come on, what, what was, what's been the key to his development? Is it both you know, physical or mental? Or well, I don't think it's, he's entering any... Charles Atlas contest by any stretch. Uh, uh, I would say he is stronger, which breeds confidence. But the biggest thing is he's falling in love with basketball. You know, when, 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 you, when you're not in love with it and you play because you're tall or whatever, you kind of go through it and then you start seeing some success. And he's falling in love with that. And I think that has as much to do with it as anything. Coach, your team's gotten down a couple of times this season. What was different against Oklahoma State when you made the comeback, finally caught them, took the lead, and then weren't able to run away with it? Well, I think run away would be a stretch. Uh, uh, not able to close the game out would probably be a better way uh, to say it. Maybe uh, I think the biggest thing is is that our ineptness handling the basketball totally just ruins, ruins momentum when you're up with the ball and you can't get a shot. And and uh, a lot of that's based on guard play. You know, uh, we got to have better guard play. I know that. Uh, we got to help our guards more, uh, and and when, when when the other team is playing with a free mind and nothing to lose mindset, and then you got a team that maybe knows we're not very good that day, and they're trying to protect it rather than take it. That's what happens when in games like that. And we've been in other games where, you know, we've embraced that moment where we've enjoyed it. We enjoy hey, being real honest, we enjoy it when it's hard usually, and even in that game, we kind of. Enjoyed it, even though we weren't very good. We get up four. Uh, I think it may have been under six. Could be wrong. Under six, we're up four with the ball, maybe once or twice. And then the plays that we make, it's just really softness plays. It's not, you know, guys just take our ball. I mean, it was just their guy wanting the ball more than our guy did in a couple of situations. And and that's a competitive spirit that, that, that we have to improve on. Uh, We've always been a team that, that have kind of thrived in those situations where we got our butt kicked in that situation uh, the other day, and every one of our players would agree with that. Did you challenge your players in practice to be tougher? Well, we haven't practiced yet. So, so, so uh, there's a chance that, you know, I may mention that word uh, uh, <laughs> today. I may, I, may, I may do a little something like that. But, you know, the, the thing about it is I, I uh, you know, I'm, I'm – uh, Upset because I thought that we let I thought we sat there and took it the other day. I mean, or took a step back and we we allowed it to happen. It's okay to lose. We allowed that to happen, even though Oklahoma State was better than us. I mean, they took it. We allowed them to take it. Uh, that 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 is what's so frustrating. And then when things were going bad, body language wasn't good. Things like that. And 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 uh, it was almost. Uh, uh, a mindset, how's the best way to put it without being too critical? It was almost a, a mindset that that uh, maybe uh, 
you take for granted that other teams can beat you, uh, or you take for or you believe that that can't happen, and you act spoiled. And I thought that we were a spoiled team Saturday, uh, uh, and trust me, that has that has and will be talked about some more moving forward. But the things that we do poorly, I think, are correctable. But there's not as much margin for errors years past, which is fine. We didn't have as much margin for error. Air last year's we had the year two years before when we when we get knocked out before the final four so it, it's it's uh it's one of those things it's not broken it's not panic time but it is a wake-up call to say we need to fix some things you know I look at the Ravens how many games they lose this year seven or six lost three in a row they didn't bench Flacco and and and, and uh, you look at uh the Giants last year, they lost seven. They were nine and seven and win the Super Bowl. And I don't think that Coughlin was benching Eli. And and I, I think, you know, sometimes sometimes through losses, at least I hope, and we've been decent at this in the past, that we get better through them. Losses are okay as long as you get better through it. And and uh, I think losing at home, be honest with you, was good for us. If I was going to pick to lose on the road or at home, I would pick at home because it would definitely be more of a humbling experience than it would be if it didn't happen at home. So, you know, I don't hate, I don't want to lose, don't get me wrong, but, but uh, I think for our team and our mindset and our psyche, I think it was probably good for us to be humbled. What are your impressions of TCU's basketball program? You see them getting to the point where they can be competitive? Oh, they're going to be competitive. Trent's going to do, you know, Trent's in his first year and, and and during that transition period, you you, uh, you always have some situations that maybe don't go smooth, and and you know he's building for the future, and and, and they've actually recruited pretty well uh, thus far, and and his teams will guard you, you know they don't give up a lot of points, they, but but uh, uh, they'll be they'll be much better moving forward. I mean it wasn't that long ago Trent had Nevada, you know he built the Nevada program up, the same Nevada program that that went to the Sweet 16, and and uh, he certainly. Uh, uh, you know, did a great job at Stanford, falling a legend in Mike Montgomery, and and did a great job there. And so, so he knows what he's doing. It, it's just a matter of time. Do you like having a, a team right there in the Metroplex yeah. in the league for recruiting? Yeah, I, I think playing. T, I think TCU is good for our league, and I think selfishly, it's good for us from a recruiting standpoint. Do you expect a big K contingent of fans? I don't know. I don't know. I. I uh, you know, we played down there. I think it was my first year here. Uh, I know Hawk made five threes. So, so, uh, but we went down there, and I think it was a pretty good turnout. That was back when Neil was coaching there, obviously, and I think it was a pretty good turnout. Uh, and I hope it is. I hope, I hope it is, and I know our guys. At least I believe our guys will, because we hadn't practiced yet. Uh, we'll be really excited to get back on the court again and play. Is Andrew just a shooter? He's getting tougher. Yeah, Andrew's getting tougher. He's he's a competitive kid. He's 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 Andrew's going to be okay. You know, he's going to be okay. It's you know, you, you you look at our team. And does Andrew deserve from a talent standpoint to play more? Absolutely, no question. But you look at our team and what's our biggest need? If you look at our team. What's that? Ball him. Passing. So if you look at our team, so so now you're you're putting in a guy that doesn't do that like as well as some other guys. So so it's hey if if we had 
to be real candid, if we were more consistent handling and passing the ball, Andrew White would be playing more. But, you know, that's not really Travis's forte. That's not Ben's forte, you know, and so it needs to be Elijah and Adir's forte. And, and, and so that, that's kind of, you know, we've always had a team here in the past. Uh, and, you know, all teams are different, but we've never played with a true point guard here. We've always had two or three point guards. I mean, whenever you have Russell, Sharon, and Mario, hey, whoever gets it brings it. You know, that's kind of, or Ty or Elijah or whatever. And so we've always played, or Sharon, Ty, and Elijah together. I mean, we've always played with multiple guards. We're not doing that as much this year because we need Travis and Ben to be in the game almost all the time.